Hello, everybody. Welcome to the second episode of the Sock Thought Podcast, our political and social talk opinion piece podcast. I'm joined by Keith and Jesse. Hello. This episode brought to you by cannabis. <laughs> yeah, every episode brought to you by cannabis. I actually led that in the um, in the description, saying mm-hmm. that we do partake and it is legal in our state, so we do. Yep. We do that before we come on, so no, hopefully nobody's getting too heated. And also because pain. And that also reminds me, the last episode I targeted Christians as a general because I was pretty toasted at that point, pretty gone. <laughs> but here's the thing. When I'm saying Christians in that episode, let me clarify. I mean the televangelist, evangelical, fundamental fucks that think that their religion should dictate the lives of everyone in this nation. The Christian on Sunday. Correct. I go in for my hour, look at me, God, I go out... Oh my god, did you see what she was wearing? They use their piety as a shield, but they don't actually... Mm-hmm. You piety know, is a they shield, don't, and Bible is a weapon. Correct, and they don't use their the lessons taught by their own guy yeah, no. to be better and kind and willing to be accepting of people. You know, because he hung out with whores and tax collectors and thieves and all kinds of stuff. Definitely wasn't the politicians where you're going to, you know... Runches and stuff with um, presidents and things of that nature. Wasn't the priests either, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. Pretty sure he was ad- adamantly not. No, I mean, that, that is actually saying, I'm, I'm hijacking my off the bat here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is saying that legitimately, I understand the whole thing was started, that whole, you know, day of prayer, bring a minister in, and you have like a brunch and everything with the president. And it was started because of the godless communists. But shouldn't a minister by a truly like go, no, politics is not my place. My place is tending to my flock. If they're if they're being truthful to their faith, then yes. And for the record, I'm not talking about Christians. I'm talking about any. I mean, it, li- it literally says in the Bible that we're supposed to live quiet. You know, we're supposed to pray for our leaders so that we can live quiet, godly lives. It doesn't say that we should go and try and be our leaders so that we can force a godly life on everyone in the country. Yeah, but I mean, like I said, even even beyond that, in any religion, if you're out there and your whole thing is, I'm going to go, instead of helping my flock, and your response is, I'm going to go meet with the minister or prime minister or such of my nation for a photo op dinner, I think you're missing the point. Whatever religion you are. You want to weigh in? Honestly, I don't really most of the time pay attention for religious leaders. Um, But it does seem like the larger that the leader is, the more they are like to ignore their own flock in favor of power. And money. Usually goes hand in hand, yeah. (laughs) Uh, One of the ones that I particularly dislike is Kenneth Copeland, who... Uh, I mean, if you know this dude, just look at this dude. Like, I'm Christian, and the only thing I think every time I see the eyes on this dude is that this man is demonically possessed. Oh, I mean, I forget the guy's name. I can't fly coach. There's too many demons that's, on. That's Kenneth Cole. Okay. Yeah. Oh, jeez. No, no, he, no, it was an older... Oh, no, that is him. That, yeah, that that's just, him. That looks... That, this looks like... It looks like I'm staring into... Not Palpatine, but... 
It's not Palpatine. It's damn it's, um, close. Damn close. It's no, terrifying. But Palpatine came here for some trip tips <laughs> and tricks. I'm telling you, like this dude talks about demonic possession, but I mean, in his preaching, he talks about prosperity, well, I mean, gospel, well, and knowledge. Mm-hmm. Just I mean, a little bit of take, takes. Oh, I hate the prosperity. All of that just preys on the poor and weak. How many people? Uh, there are so many stories. It's an MLM with extra steps. It's an MLM with Jesus, and that pisses me off. Yeah, MLMs usually incorporate Jesus. Actually, yeah, most of them do. But they Dead. they specifically prey on how many on the poor and weak, everything, the sick. Uh, I remember John Oliver, and I already <laughs> can hear the comments here. A comedian can't do um, uh, politics. Go listen to a real pundit. I would rather read the story, and as long as he keeps to the proper story, I'll go with it. <clears throat> but he did a whole one on it about, I think it's somewhere around 10% of most of those flocks from people that do the pay it forward to Jesus thing end up homeless, alone, and broke. Because they just keep paying, waiting for it to come back. And there's a new one that's even worse. Have you heard of um, uh, health sharing? No. Oh, yeah, I saw that one. Health sharing is basically a religious group goes, you, here is what it is. Like, let's say you got sick, right? Right. And you're part of a health sharing. You go <coughs> to the doctor, pay the full thing without insurance. And then you send it back to us, your health share people, and we send you a reimbursement. As long as we believe you're living in a godly fashion, following all the morals that we believe in, um, uh, that it's completely necessary and everything like that. Literally, a person... Or, sorry, I found the, the actual thing. Um, healthcare sharing ministries. Yeah. A two-year-old, huh. a two-year-old had to be rushed for an emergency surgery for a golf ball-sized tumor. And as they put it... Well, we're not sure that that follow. That we think that may break a morality clause because of where you went. Really? So they went to the wrong hospital. They went to the wrong hospital. Oh yeah. my god! They they ended up getting paid only because they got it on the news. See, this is what sickens me. Okay, this is what pisses me off. Um, I I'm in I'm sitting in this room. I'm having this podcast. I'm talking with my two best friends in the whole world, and they are both pagans. Guess what? I'm Christian. Uh, here's the thing. I don't look down on them for their beliefs. I don't, you know, tackle them for their beliefs or whatever. And I certainly, certainly don't tell them that they're going to hell because that's, you know, how the hell do I know? Okay? Through my Bible? Great. That's such definitive evidence, isn't it? I mean, here's the thing. Faith is one thing. Evidence is another. If you can't separate faith from evidence, maybe you need to evaluate your faith. Yeah. You know, it's not questioning the evidence. The evidence is pretty solid. But what I'm but uh back to what you're saying, this health share crap. Mm -hmm. I mean, honestly. Honestly, what better picture do you need for Christianity taking advantage of people that are just down on their luck? There was another one where a gentleman was walking by a bar, got jumped and mugged, ended up with a skull fracture, and because he partook of alcohol, that made him completely against their things because of the morality clauses. Hmm. Here's a fun thing. Um, 
when it comes to the kid with cancer, Jesus would have just healed them. Mm-hmm. Flat mm-hmm. out. No, no, what can you do for me later? Nothing like that. He would have just gone, go in peace. Seriously. You're claiming to live a Christ-like life, and the only time that you bother to do that is when you're, you know, surrounded by people who might judge you for not doing it perfectly. Maybe you need to reevaluate your integrity and reevaluate, you know, how you feel. And you're maybe, I don't know, um, reevaluate your relationship with God because I don't think you're walking right with him. If your personality and actions change from when you're around the people of your faith to when you're not, you are not truly a person of your faith. You're in a club. Yeah. Yeah. You want to be noticed. You're at a country club. You're not an integrate follower of your of your belief system. Yep. But yeah, I heard about that one this morning. It was just, oh. And the argument there is that we're all sinners. Well, here's the thing. If we're all sinners, then what's the problem with gay people or yeah. LGBTQ or anything like that? If you're all sinners and you're allowed in your church, why aren't they allowed in your church? Shouldn't the word of God be applicable to everyone? Shouldn't the gospel be shared with everyone? Go ahead, Jess. Sorry. I can say it should, but there's so many that just go, mm, no. We only want X kind of sinners. Well, I mean, it's it's the same thing as, you know, for lack of a better word, putting on a jersey for a team and going to a game. Right. The moment that jersey comes off, of I can't, it, you know, it's not like all of a sudden, I know you're still a Patriots fan. Oh, no, if you're a Patriots fan, I know you're a Patriots fan. <laughs> Odds are there's a lot of deflated balls in your front yard and everything like that. Go Dolphins. <laughs> He's not biased. Oh, I am. But actually, that actually brings us into the Florida thing we were going to talk about because they're primarily shared, they're primarily based in Florida. And the largest one is the Southern Baptist. Big shock. See, here's the thing. If you want to bring people to Christ with the love and kindness that is the Lord and what he preached, you're supposed to live that life and show people. That's the point. And by the way, that's the point of like every faith ever is to be a decent person. I did see, I don't remember, I did see a study where there was, or not study, a um, poll at least, where there's a growing number of millennial and younger evangelicals that are either slowly leaving the church or they're swinging over in the other court going, um, maybe let's actually follow that. I actually... It's because they're actually reading their Bible on like the last generation. I actually heard a little bit about this. There actually are starting up some churches that are only maxed out at a certain age. Like, if you're over 40, sorry, you're not welcome. Yeah. And we can argue whether that's good or not, but that's a different conversation. I'm just saying, my God is all-inclusive, and he's multi-dimensional, and he's universe spanning Mm -hmm. i don't have the arrogance to believe that i am the only creature that is the apple of his eye what i believe is that my god sees all of his creation and is in control of all of his creation and he understands that good and bad things happen and that's just the way the universe works that's just how it works you can call it fallen, you can call it broken, you can call it cursed, whatever, fine, what have you. If that's what helps you sleep at night for how the universe works, and so be it. I see that as a freaking myth, 
and an understanding that I can't possibly understand from this finite monkey brain that I have. Oh yeah, it's infinite, big. an infinite, cosmic spanning, multiverse spanning God. Yeah, we can't even understand all of the cosmos, let alone its creator. We can barely understand other humans. Yeah. But we're supposed to, I mean, see, that's the thing. Is is God God? Yeah, I think so. I mean, that's my belief. I mean, and and even when we talk, it seems like we kind of believe that there's there is a divinity, like there is something that is there, Man. you know? Because, as I say, I agree with you. I am a Norse pagan. I believe that the Norse pagan gods exist. I do not believe they are the supreme creators. Now, if you want to say human faith breathes life into them, I think that's very arrogant of you. To say that the human psyche created a god... But I, I have little doubt that a supreme being would have the ability to create other lesser, but to us still supreme creator-style deities. Yeah, greater than us, but lesser than it. And yeah. I, I believe if we ever hit the top and of that guess what? chain, that's in, there is something there. That's in every theology ever. Yep. And what do you call angels? Okay, that's the same thing. There's layers of divinity. I, I was about to say, uh, for all the people that are like, well, we were the last creation. Why? We weren't the first. It was angels then us. Yeah, we're the last creation that we know of. Mm-hmm. That's the right answer. Okay, I mean, we just assume... Um, I think we assume too much. I think Christians assume too much. I think every faith assumes too much. Well, I, I think it all comes back to humans humanizing. We do it to Correct. dogs. We do, it, we do it to Godzilla. Literally, people humanizing... A giant CGI monster. Yeah. Because we can't wrap our head around anything that thinks different than us. And see, that, that runs into the problem. That's part of the issue of our society and our politics, particularly in the United States right now, is that we can't empathize with another person's point of view if it's, we if it's it. different from us. Yep. We can't even take the time to get to know that point of view. By the way, some point of views just aren't tolerable. They're if just not tolerable. point is that someone else does not deserve to exist or have the same rights as you, I don't care about your point of view. Yeah. Some, some points of view aren't tolerable. Uh, judging a group of people based on their skin tone, mm -hmm. not tolerable. Uh, judging a group of people based on how, who they love or, or what gender they happen to be or how they identify, not okay. Uh, you know, you don't want to be persecuted for what you believe. You don't want to be treated poorly for how you believe, but you're perfectly fine with oppressing people that disagree with you, and that's not okay. Especially that's where we can't things agree. that they can't control. Yeah. Right. I mean, we're just finding more and more evidence every day that you don't choose to be gay. I mean, I, I think I told you about the lions, didn't I? Literally, we're finding out now that male oh, yeah, lions yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. will form non-sexual gay groups. Cuddle puddles. Because sex with females is so violent and painful, they would rather be celibate. Damn. Cuddle puddles. It's, it's a bunch of monk lions. Uh, yeah, about to say. I'm, I'm going to begin the uh, official no, Chronicles of Narnia here soon. Oh, just that picture of a cuddle puddle of male lions. 
that you can Google it. I want that picture now. And she's going to go Google it. Don't mind me. Funny Ellie Maxim? No, you're good. All right, just a little check. She's super quiet still. I don't it, know it, it bounces back and forth from... Yep. But yeah, so I mean, as we're getting to that, it's not in nature. Well, then when did these lions choose to be... Or penguins? Did There's actually, um, uh, to the best of our knowledge, penguins are just so uniformly the same. They can't tell the difference between males and females among their own species. So they just bond with whoever they get along with. Yeah, when your theology conflicts with science, I'm going to go with the science. And that's not because I don't have faith in a higher power that I believe is God, right? Uh, that's because scientifically it's been proven that you're wrong. Well, it's not even that, but it's okay. also human greed. Right. I'm more willing to bet that it's been that if the science disproves it, it's because the human somewhere in there went and took advantage. Is that it? Only one I've been able to find are pears. <laughs> yep. But they're cute. So, I mean, well, the science disagrees with my faith, so therefore the science is wrong. Is it possible that somewhere in the thousand plus years that somebody mistranslated, purposefully omitted a yeah. word? Yeah, I mean, the the idea is that these people that edited the Bible, and we know they did, there's multiple historical documentation showing that they was did. The last one, to my knowledge, where homosexuality was added. Yep, but I mean, you're saying you're sitting here, going, "Oh yeah, it's perfect. It's an errant." Um, yeah, except it's been edited so many times; it's ridiculous. And yes, we can say. Oh, well, that's a variant in translation or whatever other argument. But the fact of the matter is, is that it's different. It's changed. You've It's been warped. And you can't say that, that there's no political forces behind that that would benefit from changing it. Even if we were to say, like, there wasn't that, they're still human. If humans are inherently messed up. Oh, someone just has their own personal bias. But we're talking, yeah, from yeah. a Christian perspective, if, if humans are inherently, inherently evil. evil and fucked up, then wouldn't the book that humans have translated also be fucked up? Fucked up? Or at the bare minimum, tainted. You know what I mean? If it's something other than the original manuscript, you might as well consider it. You at least take it with a tiny amount of brain power and go, oh... Maybe it's tainted just a little bit. Maybe I'm being fed something that's not the actual message. Maybe I need to think about and pray about what the actual message might be. And maybe, just maybe, you'll come to the conclusion that the actual message is to be kind and to treat people with human dignity. Like and golden you rule. figure it out. Yeah. I mean, there's a reason why you always hear it called <clears throat> the golden rule. You know, you can't have, you can't claim to have a personal relationship with Jesus um, and then not walk the path he laid for you. Uh, so That's not how it works. Um, I think you said 56? Yep. Uh, no, 1946 was the first. I was off by a decade. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Sorry. You know, and, and that's the problem is that people now take that as gospel. It's, it's worth killing somebody for. Well, I mean... Uh, you grew up in a fundamental Christian household. 
I grew up in a New Age Christian household surrounded by Southern Baptists. So for those who are coming at us, <clears throat> yes, grew up in those areas. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I may not be a theologist, but I know, but I've seen it used as a weapon enough to know how people use it. Yeah, mom was very fundamental. Her uh, grandfather, sorry, no. Yes, her grandfather was a Southern Baptist preacher. Um, so you can already see where that kind of came from. Mm -hmm. um, you know, speaking in tongues and all of that nonsense. That was That's just how she grew up. But for me, um, it was less than that, but also equally as toxic, because it was still fairly evangelical, fairly fundamental, mm -hmm. you know, fire and brimstone, until I got older. And then she started actually, like, looking at the Bible. Shocker. I'm over here in my corner of my direct family. Dad and mom were atheist, or not atheist. Agnostic. Agnostic. And then my grandparents had were Jehovah's Witnesses. Mm -hmm. So my variation that I've seen is Jehovah's Witness. Yeah, Jehovah's Witness. Or Mormon another, from where I grew up. An another... Uh, it is a unique take, and it definitely makes Christianity, at least to me from the outside of Jehovah's Witness, make it feel even more like a death cult. Don't partake of joy here. You'll have your rewards in heaven. Mm-hmm. Oh, fuck. I want to get and there. Where, make it where's to the express pass? And that's if you even make it to heaven. Uh, the, the, by yeah. theirs, there's only, I think, like 100,000 100, people yeah. that will ever actually make it into heaven. The rest of them will all live re brought back to life on earth. That's really fascinating because I'm pretty sure my Bible says there's 144,000 that come from each tribe of Israel. That's 144,000 each tribe. Mm -hmm. So that's, you know, come on now. And then that's all who's going to heaven, and the rest of you are stuck on earth. My apologies. It's 12,000 from each tribe, a total of 144,000. But here's the kicker. They're all Jewish. Here's the other kicker. If you're what not Jewish, you're not getting in. What was the proportion to the, knowledge, to the acknowledged total world population that was 144,000? Yeah. How many people totally were on the world that they knew about at that point? A million? 1.2? That's mm -hmm. still 10% mm -hmm. of the population you're saying is making it. More than 10%. Yeah. So, I mean, come on. Really? And that's, that's like what I was saying to my mom the other day. I was like, okay, so there's a, like a, a, a thousand different flavors of Christianity. How is ours the right one? How do we know? Why isn't there one written by Jesus back in the day that was set to be found by each generation? Yeah. Anyway. All right. So let's our let's go to our next topic because this one the uh, this on one drained me. Just go on yeah. for a while. Yeah. On, on the sub subject of judging people. Uh, oh yeah. Hair, hair color, color and tattoos, tattoos in the jobs workplace. And yeah. Well, and also talk about excluding people that are gay, yeah. trans, I mean, whatever. Judging and exclusions. Mm -hmm. We in no way mean to imply that only gay or trans people have dot, hair dye or makeup. Or, or tattoos. Or tattoos, but we're def I definitely am saying that if you are yeah. you know, a trans woman who wants to wear makeup mm -hmm. and you're getting told you can't wear makeup or yeah. whatever, or you can't have your hair a certain no color hair or whatever. Well, I mean, oh. security. As a male... 
Hair can't touch the collar. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just ex- it's it's exclusionary through the fact that it's kind of exclusionary to people mm-hmm. that are of the lower class anyway. Oh, I mean, and that's you exactly know, what but, it's designed to do. But it is it's particular. It's like a double hitter for people that are oh, you yeah. know trans, gay, whatever that just want to mm-hmm. express themselves and how it should have every right to express themselves in their private time. Oh. And they should have every right to do whatever the hell they want with their own damn body Shit. without it having societal and job consequences. That's ridiculous. Unfortunately, they're holdovers from when that was a very poor, prevalent thing that they've just held on to. Well, I mean, I, I, I understand the concept of you're working for the company. You want to keep some level of image that is the company's image. I mean... It, it would shock the whole company brand if the next Skywalker was tatted up like the current hip-hop artist all over the side of his face. True. So, I understand the argument that the company's reputation and such, but it is wrong that a company like, well, Taco Bell that I worked at was doing stuff like that. What image? The only image you have is me regretting... stoner's food. The only Mm -hmm. image you have is me regretting choices that I have diarrhea at 3 a.m. Yeah. So... And that's what I'm talking about. Like, if you're a lawyer, obviously, you're probably not going to get a face tattoo, okay? But then again, you're a lawyer. You decided to go to law school. You're probably not the type to get a tattoo, even if you weren't a lawyer. Well, and I... There's so, we get them, or at least, just be like on arms or correct, something. right? But mm-hmm. I'm saying that I'm saying to go. You can't be a lawyer because you have, you know, dyed pink hair or whatever. What the hell does that have anything to do with your capability of doing the job? Having colored hair doesn't make you unprofessional. Yeah, and that's this, and that's how it holds you down. In our jobs, if you don't have a skill or a degree. Well, you can't have dyed hair. It's unprofessional. Well, you can't have long hair as a guy. You can't have an earring. That's unprofessional. But if you have that degree and you're wanted, you can go in there fully Elton John. Now, the judge may not take you as seriously. Right. Your partners might be pissed at you. Segwaying slightly back into the other conversation, there are preachers that have tattoos, mm-hmm. there's preachers that have different hair colors, and of course, evangelical old farts are like yep. that. They're, yeah, they're false teachers because they have hair dye. Yep. They have... <sighs> it's Going back to the tattoos on lawyers, I actually have heard of only one case I know for a fact, and it's a public defendant, and he gets tattooed on his back the name of every client... He helps get off because they were people that were brought up and now they're like, hey, this new evidence shows they're innocent. Oh, cool. So every person that he helps get out of jail because they've been proved innocent, he gets tattooed on his back. Which is kind of cool. And I just want to point out, just because you have a tattoo that's not visible doesn't mean you don't have tattoos. Mm Mm-hmm. So what's the difference between a tattoo that's not visible and a tattoo that's visible? It's that whole goes back to that argument of yeah. the protecting the image. Right. Which is ridiculous. Well, guess what? The first client coming in 
and um, uh, loungers already destroyed the image of how majestic court is. Mm. Well, and to go into it a little bit, I mean, ta tattoos were basically what was there for, pe for poor people originally to have art. So, it was the way they were able to have art and things of that nature. Sorry. Or at least in the English, or at least among the English where we come from with the Puritans and everything. Apologize for that a little uh, pause. You won't hear it. I'll edit it out. But uh, I uh, had our guest that was supposed to be here tonight texting me saying uh, if we hadn't started, he'd still like to come. But, you know, we we're 30 minutes in now, so <laughs> we're that's not going to happen. Yeah. Oops. Sorry, man. Yeah, he'll have to come on next time. And we can probably save, um, let's go ahead and save that. The cannabis legalization, yeah. The cannabis legalization topic. Let's save that for that time. But we're still on um, hairs. So while we're talking about hairs, hair colors and tattoos, why? what's with piercings? Yeah. If somebody likes to get pierced, let them get pierced. It's their damn body. I mean, seriously, it's like, why? It's a certain amount why of control. Is there, yeah, but mm -hmm. why is there a systematic, okay, so why is there a systematic need to control every aspect of somebody else's life. It is literally the lower you are down, the more control they have. And it's just one more thing from those at the top to show we're in charge, bitch. Yeah, well, if they're not very good students of history, that probably doesn't end very well most of the time. So they should probably rethink that idea. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, look at the current, um, uh, what is it called? Workers shortage. Yeah, the workers strike. Yeah, the workers shortage. Well, I mean, there's just no workers for these jobs. No, it's no, like it's a it's a strike. Died. It's a strike. If you pay them, they'll, you know, they'll get there. Of oh, you, rate, well, I mean, it, it, it literally, it, it was shown. McDonald's hiring fifteen dollars an hour. Well, that went up really quick in Utah. Yeah. Hmm. Just saying, you know, that's how economy works. That's kind of the whole point. If you're not willing to pay people enough to live, they're not going to work for you. They'll go find something mm -hmm. go that they can do to make better money. Uh, I mean, currently the podcasts make no money, but I will 100% say I enjoy doing this work way more than I did the last, than I did any job I've ever worked before. Yeah. And I will gladly keep doing this until there's revenue. And then after that, just keep doing it and keep doing it and keep doing it because this is this is something I'm passionate about. It's something I enjoy, um, and it's work. It's oh, a yeah. job, well, right? I mean, but literally, it's, in my eight-hour job today, I was in there writing for our TTRPG podcast, yeah. doing two jobs at once. So, which yeah. is which is all the better, you know. I it's just because it's not making a revenue doesn't mean that it's not worth doing and you know when you sh gave people a year to reevaluate their priorities mm -hmm. and then they realize they were getting screwed and you're going well i can't keep screwing them i have no pity for you oh well, zero only that they were finally actually able to not only on unemployment be able to actually do things Right. But they were also able to build skills, build small businesses online, explore they had, things that they, they had, had so much time to finally 
actually go into. Even if the time that was saved was the commute for their drive to work, they found time to learn something mm -hmm. and new and to improve themselves. And by the way, that should be what we're striving for in the human experience. We should be always trying to improve ourselves. We shouldn't be in a rat race where we're working 40-hour workweek jobs to put money in the CEO's pocket. Fuck him. He's got plenty. Okay, yep. take the time you need. Take the to to rest your body take the time you need to spend time with your family take the time you need to do a hobby whatever these corporations don't care about you they don't care about your well-being they don't care about your health they don't care about your mental health they don't care about any of that what they care about is that you're a body that's there that knows how to do what they want so that it affects their and whether or not it affects their bottom line that's it. That's all they care about. They care about profit. That's all. Profit and control. You cease being a human. You become a number and a cog in the machine. It's, it's power <clears throat> and control. Take back, take it back your humanity just a little bit, a little bit at a time. Take it back every minute you can. Even if it is malicious compliance. Correct. Yeah, I mean, it is sad that so many jobs out there, I mean, I've known more than one person that has to be working two jobs just to survive. And I wish those jobs were gone, but sadly, as long as things continue in America where politicians are being funded by them, that's not going to happen. I mean, yeah, Citizens United and things like that are not, they're not great. And, and actually, it's the single biggest problem in our government is money and politics. Oh, yeah. Single biggest problem. Can just forget about bipartisanship or partisanship or any of that bullshit. Okay, that's not the problem. The problem is, is we have people paying our representatives to say what they want them to say and vote for what they want to vote for instead, instead of, of serving our, interest. our interests mm -hmm. and promoting our country forward. They're not interested Okay, and what we little peons want, they let us vote to make us feel mm -hmm. like we've got a say. And the fact is, is that everybody's bought. Everyone's bought. I still think they should have to put patches on the back of their uh, suit jackets like NASCAR. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And when you have a, a country that's that steep, and, and here's the thing. I'm going to call it for what it is. It's corruption. When, well, it's you're, when your government is that steeped in its own the lining of its own pockets or the lining of representatives pockets to the uh cost of their integrity right then i mean at that point it's a very corrupt government it only works for the top down yeah no i mean legitimately i mean it's an oligarchy that's exactly what it is a few hand a handful of rich families at the top control everything going down I think it was like 2013, America is officially not a republic. We were officially declared an oligarchy. We are not a republic anymore at all. Internationally, we are not viewed as a republic. Yep. Internationally, people pity us because they think we're so stupid that we can't tell that we're an oligarchy. Mm -hmm. They think we're so dumb, so uneducated. That no, they believe we're so hopeless. Right. Or, well, What's the point of even trying... That, that too, but yeah. to be fair, we have the highest people per capita who believe that angels are real. We have the highest group of people that ever that, uh, that uh, 
believe that the last president is a literal god. Okay? Complete with the golden statue. Yeah. Which I saw the stupidest art, stupidest thing. I'm not even going to say his name. He's not worth Someone it. Someone was comparing, there's two bronze statues of Obama that are put with a bunch of other presidents that are in the same thing. There's like, I think it's in South Dakota. Yeah. There's they, a town of they presidents. They get busts and bodies of every president yeah. in bronze. And someone was comparing those two as being actual idols compared to the one that was at CPAC for 45. Sure. Let me explain this to you. Um, if your guy has a statue made of himself in gold and you bow to it or pray to it, that's an idol. Okay. If a dude has a statue of himself made to put with the commemoration and of remembrance every of other every president. other United States president, that's probably just a fucking statue. That's a museum. Yeah. Just saying. Yep. Well, I mean, to touch on him a little, did you hear about the latest um, news what New York just officially declared? <laughs> yep. Oh, well, I mean, did you hear? One point... Five, they found $1.7 million from just the CFO. Mm-hmm. And they're saying there are dozens of cases like this. They also We also found out that there's a lot of covenant lo loans tied up in his assets. Um, and they're calling for the books because mm -hmm. they, well, they're suspicious. Whether, I mean, even if you're like for the dude, right? You're still going to go, well, if you're working for the bank, right? That's loaned him money. Nope. You're still going to go, well, I'm going to at least look at the. Nope. Cause the I books. listen to some of these. I, I, listen, I listen to the more extremists when I do patrols and stuff like that. Cause I want to hear what's being said. I do. Like I listen to the town hall, which is about as far out there as you can get before the waters train, the frog gay, the frogs gay. And they literally are going on and on about how this is just tying up the news media, taking it away from Biden. It doesn't really exist. It's the same thing. The, the deep state and the Democrats and everyone in the swamp is after him. Oh, geez. So, no, they're still fully buying that he's the victim. Nope. Nah, it's not a thing. Uh, despite the fact that... But, you know, that's what you think when you're in a cult. Oh, well, I mean... If there's no way that the object of your devotion is the bad thing. Well, I mean, if you do, that makes you that means you're going to have to question all of your decisions. And people that were for walls are not the most introspective of people, I don't believe. No, I'm saying you talky-talky, oh. me water, water. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I mean, the no, yappy they're yappy. not. They're not. They're not introspective at all. I mean, if, if your whole thing is, I want someone else to guide me to show me what's right because of that, or any time I hear any politician from any party or country going, we're gonna make it as great as it was. Are we going was as in? How far back are we going again? And oh, 50s, right. Cool. I don't think there's a single country where was is a direction you want to go. No, you should be going forward, not backward. Yeah, but forward scares them. Well, they need to get over 
Florida, yeah, Florida. Forward is new and unknown. So is um, uh, Florida, for that matter. You'd think Florida would be okay with it, given the fact that they try to keep gators as pets. I mean, case in point, um, you have solar wind and now even hydroelectric energy, Mm -hmm. all of which is clean and reusable. We've got geothermal that's clean and reusable. And the response to that is, not my precious oil and coal jobs. Well, I'm sorry, the buggy got taken out for jobs when the automobile came around. Progress leaves corpses. Sorry. So, I mean, should we go back to the newspaper boys? Yeah, no kidding. I mean, seriously, come on. Well, I mean, it raises another quick question. I mean, I forget what it was. Uh, but back in the 50s, they were estimating the day when automation would just take over. And the goal, the idea was automation was seen as a good thing. It will come in and you'll have more leisure time. Yeah, but that was before we had corporate, I'm sorry, billionaires and whatnot going, mm-hmm. I want to keep all the money for myself. And hoarding it like smog. Yeah. So, and that was before we realized that we could exploit well, okay, realized again that we could exploit uh, one another We're for a personal to. game. We're allowed, yeah. Because it was, I mean, you can say what you want about them. It was those following years were Reagan and Nixon. And all of a sudden it went from automation being your friend to automation is the enemy that's taking your job. Yep. Automate everything. Here's the thing, you weren't, let me put it this into the most ridiculous way I can, um, even from, from like a spiritual or agnostic perspective. You were not put here to do a job. You weren't put here to put lids on aluminum cans. You weren't here to put someone's, well, food into a baggie that can easily be done yeah. by a machine. You weren't, you you know, if it can be done by a machine, it should be done by a machine. And there should be a universal basic income for people. Correct. There should be the ability to live within your society simply Mm -hmm. because everything's automated. Everything's taken care of, right? The cost of maintenance is something that the government covers and deals with. Well, I mean, just from the amount of... Or or whatever private company is doling Mm -hmm. out said automation. Then it's their responsibility. Instead, it's uh, let the top percent continue to hoard amounts that they don't need. Amounts they could never actually feasibly use in their entire lifetime or in several lifetimes. I mean, yeah. I, I'm, I'm in agreement with you with the conversation we had a while ago. When they hit 99 and when they hit nine, 999 million, just start giving them little you won capitalism stickers. And take every other pen and take every pen. Yep. And if you want to argue that, go ahead. I actually argue it should be lower. No one needs for, Seriously, million. if you're right at the cusp of a billion dollars, you're fine. Wow. You can live very extravagantly. Oh, God. You can't even spend that much money in a lifetime. Correct. So you don't need billions and billions and billions or trillions. as we're starting to push trillions of dollars. Mm-hmm. Give me a break. That's ridiculous. It, and, by the way, if you have that kind of money and you're looking out at the world and you're seeing people starve and die and not have a home and whatever else, 
Uh, yeah, you're a fucking sociopath. God bless your heart. I mean, straight up, you you really, really need help. Well, I mean, yeah. Uh, of you, of you are sitting here trying to tell me that you cannot live out the rest of your life on ninety nine million, even nine, even ninety nine million. I'm wanting some uh, receipts. And I know some people are going to bring up Elon Musk. Well, at least he's putting his into rockets or whatever. Or Bill he's Gates. At least, off the damn at least Bill Gates is helping with you know diseases and charities. Okay, listen. Bill Gates could privately fund a cure for malaria tomorrow if he wanted mm -hmm. to. Okay? But that might take away from his own wealth. He's There's no such thing as a benevolent billionaire. It's not a thing. It's a fantasy. Get it out of your head. Okay, Elon Musk, yeah, he's, you know, working with rocketry and all that stuff, and we can say that that's a good scientific use of his money, maybe even a good special use for his money eventually. But here's the thing. Um, I'm a lot less interested in going to the moon as I am for kids dying from bone cancer or malaria or homelessness, homelessness or starvation or mm -hmm. dehydration. Okay. I, I got curious and looked up numbers. Mm. Um, if you had a billion dollars and you spent a thousand dollars a day, let's just say you spend a thousand dollars a day. Which with is no my growth, rent. With no growth at all, no nothing, you're not, you know, gaining more money as you're spending. Uh-huh. That's not even my rent. Just flat? No, but uh, in 30 days, you'd have more than your rent. Yeah, I know. Um, mm -hmm. But if you spent that money, like $1,000 a day, you'd be spending it for about 2,700 years before you went broke. $5,000 a day is still 500 years. We're talking about people, though, that are spending $6,000 on an umbrella stand. Mm hmm What? Why? Why? You can get it made from pure varnished mahogany, and it's cheaper than that shit. It's because now it's like art. Now it is worth that much. And art very rarely depreciates its value. So when they go back to the bank to get loans and such... They can now put up the $6,000, look at this piece of art, I'd like it to be reevaluated into my total worth. Uh-huh. It's dumb. It is. It's ridiculous. I mean, it's elitist bullshit. It's not even real. It's all in your head. And, by the way, I mean, you should figure, you're talking about these guys are just so brilliant. They're being duped for meat. Okay. Like, seriously. Don't get me wrong. Wagyu, delicious. Okay. Um, what's the other one? Uh, Kobe. Kobe. Yeah. Kobe is delicious, too. Mm -hmm. But here's the thing. If you're going to fly over to have a lunch of fresh Kobe steak, and it is 3,000 times its original starting price... You're a fucking idiot. Oh. That's a waste of money. It's a flex. There is no waste. If you're a billionaire, mm -hmm. if you're a billionaire, you cannot waste money. It is literally impossible uh -huh. for you to use enough to waste it. So at that point, it's just a flex to your other rich friends. Yeah. Because like we said, saw in the, the numbers, yeah. even if you're not gaining any money per day, let's... Ignore any gain in anything if you just have a billion dollars in that. 
for not going to change. Yeah, for 5,000... 500 years, if you're spending $5,000 a day, minimum. Jesus. That's ridiculous. Nobody needs it. No, not to survive as a human being. No, Certainly. No. Definitely not. And that also brings up, <clears throat> at least for me, the estate tax idea. Yeah. Should you be able to pass on an amount to your children? I say yes. Should that amount be a hundred million? I'm going to say no personally. Yeah. No. Uh, you know, like cap it, like cap it at ten. With them, we'll you know give you a bench. We'll give your dad a bench with his name on it. Yeah, just come on. Mm-hmm. It's not necessary. It's just much more the gathering of wealth and the elitist families to ensure it gets passed down generation to generation, so they do not have to struggle. Each generation climbing further and further into their own brains of entitlement. Mm-hmm. I mean, seriously. Well, I mean, I think you were the one showing me that, honey. Is literally in New York. Nobody running for New York governor knows the price of a house in New York. Oh, yeah, I think I did. I sent you that. I think I saw that as a video. Uh-huh. When it was literally, they, they thought no the clue. average uh, price what for a house was, was about $100,000. Yeah. In, in Brooklyn, they were in asked, what is the Brooklyn, average price of a house in Brooklyn, New York? And they were all guessing around like 100000 144000 It is over four, I think, $440,000. They just didn't see. know. And this is what what we mean by out of touch. Mm-hmm. That is exactly what is meant by out of touch. Um, if you're not even paying attention to the housing market, you have no business being in politics. No. If you're not paying attention to the needs and the values of your constituents, you don't belong in politics in this country. No, I mean, what was the guy avocado toast? Of you, of the millennials, just cut out the avocado toast from their diet. They'd be able to pay their medical bills. Yeah, I'm so sure. My fourteen dollars every month for. Mm-hmm. Well, we're getting close to the end here, so when, mm. let's. Uh, we hit two of the topics. Yeah, we hit two. Of the, two of the topics. We're saving one for Joe. I think uh, that'll be a fun one. I mean, the the OSHA heat one with the heat wave we just had. Mm-hmm. That yeah, one ties kind of that, into that, like you're just nothing more than. But that one also has the potential of being a full episode oh, top, yeah. especially with the statistics we're still seeing coming in. I'd, li- it, so. I, 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 I'd like to morbidly get the death toll so we can look at it. Yeah. Um, for the record, those that are wondering what it is, currently uh, it's July 3rd and the county coroner says that from Multnomah County and all, all of Oregon together, it's 95 yeah, Just let's say confirmed. The, the normal one I saw yesterday was 86. Mm-hmm. 95 confirmed. Dead. Well, I mean, it's because... Oh, yeah. Yep. We're not prepared for that level of heat. No, no. Our no, yeah. frankly, and, does not see that all that often. But the whole reason for that is that it's eventually going to... That topic will go into climate change, and that kind of... That's its own episode. I just got to throw my, my, my two cents about the elite here real quick. Yeah, that's because, what do you mean? I don't need, I don't have to put ACs in my building? Then I'm not going to. Literally, the office here, full working AC, 60 degrees all weekend. Well, I got told to go screw myself. But the buildings themselves don't have to have AC. Yep. It's all about giving the bare minimum. 
and getting and, the most from the people. And see, this is why when they say we don't need government regulations, people will just do things because they know it's right. <clears throat> Bullshit. Bullshit. This is exactly why you need government regulation. This is why you need state regulation. This is why you need federal regulation. Because they will anything. cut they will cut every goddamn corner they can to keep every red dime they can. And if you believe that, I'd like to be your valet for a night. Remember, you don't need regulations or police. Yeah. Just give me the car keys and I'll park your car. Speaking of which, when you're talking about when we're we're going to do a real quick jump to socialism here because that defund the police. Okay. Well, I mean, here's the thing. When it comes to socialism, you have a socialized police force. They're paid for with your tax dollars that everybody pays. Mm-hmm. Firefighters. They don't do the job you want them to do. They're basically standing armies for your governor but and your mayors. Well, I mean, they've gotten permission to literally, on, from the Supreme Court, they do not have to serve and protect. Yep. I, yeah, that, I whole, there's more Supreme Court. More. that yes. whole thing is completely over. This is another... Episode that could be a, its own thing. It but, will be. But here's the thing. Um, you're a card-carrying socialist. You live in a country with social security. You have a social security number. You're literally already in a socialist capitalist company, uh, co country. And literally the only thing that we're asking is that we maybe make that democratic so that the majority of the people can decide how that capitalism is applied, how that socialism is applied... Okay, if you believe otherwise, if you th if you believe that you're not in a socialist country, you're a fucking idiot. There are there are groups that pave your roads. There's firefighters. There's so many things just that can be named that show you're a fucking moron. Well, I mean, your government officials have socialized health care. Yeah, but you don't. We literally give aid to Israel and they have socialized medicine. So obviously socialized medicine is not communism. Because if not, does that make Israel communistic? Yeah. Uh, I mean... By that logic. That's what I'm saying. So, they, they don't want to give it because they're getting money from insurance companies. They don't want to give universal health care. Mm -hmm. uh, they don't want to have good social programs to take care of people that can't necessarily take care of themselves. Because there's no profit in it for them. There's no money to be made there. Well, it's actually a loss of control. I mean, if you mm -hmm. have good insurance from the government, guess what? How, how many people would quit their shit-ass job because they don't need the insurance? You got something for us? Uh, going back to that, um, they don't have a duty to, they don't have an obligation to serve, serve and, and protect. protect. Uh, Warren versus District of Columbia back in 81? Mm -hmm. Already had established that the more recent case already established that they don't have a duty. They, they do don't not. have yeah. to. It was back in 1981. The more recent they one is just a reaffirmation option. of that. They have the option if they wish to serve and protect or not, based on it was originally based on the public duty doctrine ruling that the duty to protect public services is owed to the public at large and. Uh, and Absent a special relationship between the police and an individual, no specific legal duty exists. Ridiculous. So they are... So they are... They're, pri they're private armies. Yeah. Just call them what they are. No, literally from, that, literally from that definition, they're private security. They are my job. It is your duty to protect the public services, a.k.a. the client's property. Yep. Not the people. Yep. 
And the so, only people that they actually have to protect are the ones who are already in their custody. As we and see just, how well that went with, yeah. I forget the gentleman who had his, who ended up, Floyd? ended up with his neck broken oh. while in transit before oh, that. That, one, that guy. Oh, that was a um, while ago. I'm sorry. I don't shoot. know the name off the top of my head. Yeah. I will find that out real quick. Uh, and that's what I'm talking about. Um, I mean, I don't need, mean to label them necessarily as private armies. I know that there's good cops that try to do the job. But here's the thing. The idea of police... Well, it actually comes from slave hunters. Yep. It literally comes from slave hunters. So you're perpetuating... And this is what they mean by perpetuating a system that that, has, that is steeped in systemic racism. That's what they're talking about. You have a group of people that exist... To well, yeah. uphold the, the law and order of to, to be specific, the rich the white man. Department yeah. came from slave hunter units. Mm-hmm. I did. I think I found the right person. I think if I remember correctly, okay. it's Freddie Gray. That I believe that. Yeah, he was the gentleman who was in transit. Somehow he ended up oh. cuffed and everything with his neck broken uh, while being transported in a police van. He sustained injuries. Was taken to shock uh, R. Adams Crowley Shock Trauma Center. Um. His death was described uh, to injury, ascribed to injuries to his spinal cord. Um, wow. Eyewitness accounts suggested that the officers involved used unnecessary force against him during the arrest. I mean, I don't even have to. I don't have to be. I don't have to look very far. <sighs> Think about what happened here in Portland when people were protesting. So you're telling me that armed to the teeth police officers, mm-hmm. some of them in even unmarked uniforms and unmarked vehicles, picking people up, picking people off the street, having, you know, military or militarized weapons and crowd control things that, that are, are against the legal that are war. Oh, they're completely against the Geneva Convention. 100 percent. And I can um, tell you why. Yeah. So you're using things that are against the Geneva Convention, you're armed to the teeth, and you expect that the crowd is what? Going to praise the ground you walk on? No. They're there protesting the oppression you're representing. Well, I mean, there was that one gentleman who was a U.S. Navy member who was literally just standing there asking, who are you? Who are you? Do the plainclothes people? Mm-hmm. Asking them if they remembered their oath. Yeah, remember yeah. their oath. And they actually broke his arm with a baton. Yep. Oh, I... The video that I saw of oh, him, just like, so that he just brutal. took it. He didn't. didn't he flinch. just kept asking them as they hit him. And I mean, oh, I, it was brutal, but it was also just showing that they don't give two shits. About who it is. They don't care. No. If they're mm. questioning their power, then they're a threat. Well, I mean, they, they actually fired um, one gentleman during the hiring process. I forget where. Because he plays too intelligently. And their argument to do it legally was that. Cop work is boring work, and if you're too smart, you'll get bored of it quicker, so there's not a return on investment of you becoming a cop. Yeah, but that's a, that's a subject for another podcast, and we'll touch on that next time. If you were joining us for Sock Thought today, we really appreciate it. Uh, we hope you guys come next time. Next time we're going to talk about the legalization of marijuana in Florida or the process that seems to be going on there. And as any well other as, hijacking we all have for yeah. the day. I'm hijacking that with Olympics. <laughs> any, any, um, we're also going to go over this heat regulations for OSHA that 
federally and locally for Portland after the heat wave. And uh, I'm sure there will be plenty of hijacking. I mean, oh, this is yeah. this is us just us sitting around talking and getting our thought out there. So let us know what you think. Uh, we hope to see you next time, and we hope you guys have a wonderful night. Hey, Cap. <laughs>